0: and whose dreadlocks fell the length of his back. Linley and Denton had come to depend upon this individual. His name was Steve-O, and what he didn't know about women's flat-track roller derby did not, apparently, bear knowing at all. He was attached to Flaming Aggro, he told them happily. Plus, his sister Soob was a member of the cheering squad. This latter group of individuals had taken up a position whose disturbing proximity to Lindley added to the general cacophony surrounding him. They wore black from head to toe, with embellishments of hot pink in the form of tutus, hair decorations, knee socks, shoes, or waistcoats, and they had so far spent most of their time screaming, ''Break em, baby!'' and shaking pink and silver pom-poms. ''Great sport, innit?'' Steve-O kept saying as the electric magic piled the points onto the scoreboard. "'It's that deadly Dee Dee light does most of the scoring. "'Long as she don't rack up the penalties, we're in, mate!' "'And then onto his feet he leapt, shouting, "'Do it, Aggro!' as his girlfriend swept by in the midst of the pack. "'Lindley was loath to tell Steve-O that he was a supporter of Boa Desia's Broads. "'It was a matter of chance that he and Denton had placed themselves among the Electric Magic fans. "'The Boa Desia's Broads crowd was on the other side of the taped-off ring,' being led into a frenzy of synchronized shouting by their own squad of cheerleaders who, like those supporting the electric magic, were dressed in black but with touches of red. They appeared to have more experience in the arena of cheerleading. They executed vague dance moves with accompanying leg kicks that were most impressive. It was a sort of event that should have appalled Linley, Had his father been there... Doubtless dressed to the nines with one or two touches of ermine and red velvet, lest someone doubt his position in society, he would have lasted less than five minutes. The sight of the women on roller skates might have given him a coronary, and listening to steve drop his T's and ignore his H's would have made the poor man's blood run cold. But Linley's father was long in his grave and Lindley himself had spent most of the evening grinning so much that his cheeks were actually beginning to hurt. He'd learned far more than he'd ever have imagined possible upon having made the decision to accept the invitation that had been printed on a handbill he'd found among his post a few days earlier. He'd discovered that they were meant to keep their eyes on the jammer, identified by the star cap that stretched across her helmet. This wasn't a permanent position for a skater, as the star cap was passed round among the women. But the jammer was the team's scoring position, and the ultimate scoring came during a power jam when the opposing team's jammer had to sit in the penalty box. He'd learned the purpose of the pack, and thanks to Stevo, what it meant when the lead jammer rose from her crouched position to place her hands on her hips. He was still rather vague on the purpose of the pivot, although he knew who she was by the striped cap she wore stretched over her helmet but he was definitely getting the idea that roller derby was a sport of strategy as well as skill. Mostly, he'd kept his eyes on kick-ass Electra throughout the match-up between London and Bristol. She, he discovered, was quite a jammer. She skated aggressively, like a woman to the roller skates born. Linley wouldn't have thought it possible of the quiet, thoughtful veterinarian he'd met seven months earlier on the coast of Cornwall. He knew she was practically unbeatable at darts. But this? He never would have guessed it. His pleasure in the wild sport had been interrupted only once, in the middle of a power jam. He'd felt his mobile vibrate in his pocket, and he'd dug it out to see who was ringing him. His first thought was that the Met was calling him back to work, for the caller was his usual partner, Detective Sergeant Barbara Havers. Still, she was ringing from her home phone and not from her mobile, so perhaps, he thought, he was in luck, and nothing had occurred that wanted his attention. He'd answered, but he hadn't been able to hear her. The noise was far too intense. He'd shouted that he would ring her back as soon as he was able to do so, and he'd shoved the mobile back into his pocket and forgotten about the matter. The electric magic won the bout twenty minutes later. The two groups of skaters congratulated each other. Athletes mingled with spectators, then, cheerleaders mingled with athletes, referees mingled with each other. No one was in a hurry to leave, which was all to the good, since Linley intended to do a little mingling himself. He turned.